We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This evening in Kabul, as you all know, terrorists attacked that we've been talking about and worried about, that the intelligence community has assessed, uh, has undertaken an attack by a group known as ISIS-K. took the lives of American service members, standing guard at the airport, and wounded several others seriously. That was the opening of the presidential address to the nation and the world on the occasion of the worst loss of life in Afghanistan in many, many years. 20 years. Worst uh, loss of life for American servicemen in 20 years. No, no, 10 years. Sorry. But but that was the opening. A tired, confused old man rambling on, taking a while to, to form up a sentence to yeah. begin with. We're going to play more clips of the president here. Uh, but Jonah Goldberg yesterday from the Dispatch tweeted out, If you're grading on the curve of a very old man dealing with a terrible crisis, where despite his political posture, he's riddled with regret and doubt, then Biden's presser was adequate. If you're looking at it objectively, he came across exhausted and struggling. He did seem exhausted and struggling. And um, I don't think he can help it because he's almost 80 years old. And he's an old, he's an old 78. He's older yeah, than he, my parents are at 78. He's been exposed as a man who's no longer in, in uh, you know, in control of, uh, still with his, his full faculties. Uh, I take no 
great pleasure no. in hammering Joe Biden. No. This is not typical partisan red meat stuff. I've always thought of Joe Biden as a pretty moderate, reasonable guy. His presidency has not been moderate, but um, he's said to be a, a thoroughly fine human being, etc. And I thought, you know what, if he governs as a moderate and, and is old Joe Biden, I think we can probably deal with this for four years. I think he was exposed as miserably incapable of the job yesterday. It's it's you know it's been building, but yesterday's speech was was terrible. God, I hope that the people don't come out of those meetings. You know, when he's a day like yesterday, where everybody's thinking, "Geez, this guy is just not up to the job right now." Do you think that's what's going on? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, they what... are not. They are not accidentally hiding him from the press as much as they can. Decent point. I wonder when we'll hear about that. And it, it's good that we don't. There, there's there's no advantage to letting China or whoever else know that our president, like, you know, starts staring into space during meetings or mind wanders or he asks you something, he asks a question about something you just got done talking about. Um, I'm sure that happens. Uh, there's yeah. no advantage to, you know, telegraphing that to the world, but, oh. Troubling. Well, in case you didn't get a chance to hear it, uh, why don't we play some clips from the address? And he did a presser to his credit afterward, although that included uh, perhaps the most infamous moment of the of the day, uh, which we'll play for you in a, a couple of minutes. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with thirty three. Being the father of a army major who served for a year in Iraq and before that was in Kosovo as a U.S. attorney for the better part of six months in the middle of a war. When he came home after a year in, a, in Iraq, was diagnosed, like many, many coming home, with an aggressive and lethal cancer of the brain, who we lost. We have some sense, like many of you do, what the families of these brave heroes are feeling today. You get this feeling like you're being sucked into a black hole in the middle of your chest. There's no way out. My heart aches for you. You know, go ahead. I was reading about the process of how this all works. Uh, David French uh, wrote about it yesterday. He was um, uh, he was in Iraq, so he knows how this whole thing goes down. And um, so... Everybody goes uh, dark on communication when there are deaths like this. Everybody does. Uh, you're not allowed to, like, call back home or something like that, send a message to your wife saying, I'm okay. Everybody has, has to go dark on communication. So all the families who have service members over there have to wonder if it was their loved one until you know, enough time goes by that they don't get the knock on the door. But so the way the system works is everybody immediately has to think, uh-oh, was this my guy uh, or not, which is, I guess, the best way to do it. And then they start knocking on the doors of the people, the families that, uh, you know, of the service people that were killed. And then they can announce uh, the actual numbers. That's why it comes out as slow as it did yesterday. Anyway, getting back to the uh, the the president's speech um, and evoking Bo, I'm not going to criticize a father for the way he he deals with the grief of the loss of a child. Um, I I don't think it was a great tone at the moment, but 
Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. 34. You this can, but, was, you, uh, see, but this is exactly where he is mentally. You can see what he's trying to do. But because he's so old and his mind doesn't quite work the way it's supposed to, it doesn't come off the way he's hoping. Which, you know, is going to happen to all of us, I suppose. He was he was basically trying to say, look, I've I've lost a son who is in the military. I know how awful it feels. You know, my heart goes out to you. That's that's what he was trying to say. But because he, he just can't quite get his thoughts together, it, it, it doesn't work. It was a rambling mess. Uh, clip 34. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. Which is the right thing to say, and I'm glad he said it. Uh, we uh, talked to Mike Lyons earlier, military analyst, and he said there's no way we can do that, certainly not anytime soon. We've lost our uh, technical capabilities, our intelligence capabilities. We don't have forces there. We don't have an air base there. It's hard to imagine how we're going to project that power. Uh, let's see. Um, how about uh, 36? As I've been in constant contact with our senior military leaders, and I mean constant round the clock, and our commanders on the ground and throughout the day, they made it clear that we can and we must complete this mission, and we will. And that's what I've ordered them to do. Okay. Um, I'm trying to scan if the you, list. If you want a, um, maybe you'll think it's fair, maybe you'll think it's unfair. Steve Forbes, CEO, uh, Twitter feed yesterday, his take was Biden's terrible takeaways. We're leaving people behind. Can't be helped. We won't let terrorists deter us from our hasty, ill-planned retreat, which was Donald Trump's fault anyway. Giving up our critical Bagram Air Base was no big deal, which is a question he answered during the question and answer period. That That's pretty interesting. So he was asked specifically about Bagram Air Force Base, and he said, look, I brought it up and all of the military people agreed with me that uh, it was no big deal to let Bagram Air Force go, Air Force Base go. And then I heard pundits, and you never know with pundits, but then I heard pundits say, that's impossible. There's no way the military thought it was a good idea to give up that air base. Now, we heard Mike Lyons describe last hour what the way it might have worked. Given the constraints the president put on the military, maybe they decided, well, with the number of people you're going to leave us, we have to get let go of the the air force base but well yeah he he was in contact with people in country who told him that it was going to be one or the other they only allowed us to have enough people to either defend the air force base or the embassy so they had to do the embassy so i don't know how it works um but is it not a possibility that some general at some point talks to the president and says we need more people so that we can do this this is very important or do you just do you just not talk to your boss that way well, no, I, I think the idea that no military people said we need to hold on to Bagram is is hilarious. I you mean, know, it's impossible. Uh, uh, this is what popped into my head when he said that. Because people died yesterday, I think we were all in a uh, a different mood than we were um, last week uh, about the president. Because it's a difficult situation to be in, and um, uh, you know, you just you, you, your emotions are different when people have died like this. But you got to remember, last Friday, he came out and said three things that were flat-out 180-degree lies. I mean, just flat-out lies. We still don't know if they were lies of he knows what he's saying and he's lying to us, 
you know, lies of he's being misled or lies of they told him the truth, but his mind doesn't work. I don't I still don't know. But he said three things that were just flat out wrong, according to The New York Times, according to everybody. You know, and they were not trivial points. No, either. they were the fundamental. No, points. The, 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 there's no Al Qaeda here. And, you know, all the, so he so the fact that when he said yesterday, that's what was in my head when he said no military people said it was a bad idea. OK, that might be completely false. Just 100 percent false. What you just said, because we saw you do it a couple of days ago where you state things that just are the opposite of what happened. So I don't know. And then at the end of his scattered tired, at times barely coherent speech, the commander-in-chief during a time of, of, of active war and thousands of our countrymen trapped behind enemy lines, he ended the speech with a clip 40. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Oh, my God. Yeah. There, are, there have been a number of those uh, occasions, incidents where the president has led, has read the stage directions out loud in a way that betrays the fact that he's not aware enough of what's a stage direction and right. what should be said aloud. I, I'm not sure everybody understands that. The, the crime here is not that they give him direction on who to call on. They do that for all the presidents. I read enough to know that that's the way it works. They give him some notes and say, hey, you haven't called on this person in a long time or in this particular situation. Here's somebody that will be friendly to us or whatever. But Obama, Trump, Bush, whoever, their minds are with it enough to not read the stage directions, as Joe just said. The fact that Biden can't differentiate between those two things while he's standing up in front of those people is scurry. Right. You end the speech with strength and resolve and say, now I'll take some questions from the media. Kelly O'Donnell, NBC News. And you point and you go. Play that clip again, Michael. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. Yeah. Instructed by whom? For what purpose? I mean, wh- why would you? Wow. This is a, a dark moment for the United States. We have a president who is incapacitated. And and more and more Congress people and senators are openly invoking the 25th Amendment, which I know they did under Trump, which at the time seemed crazy to me, just overwrought. But or calling for resignations or whatever, and I don't think it's inappropriate. This is not good. So we've got the reaction from uh, some of the heavyweights in the land of punditry that we can get to, uh, and your thoughts. Text line 415-295-KFTC, all coming up. You said the buck stops with you. Do you bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks? I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened of late. Uh, do you think that people have an issue with pulling out of Afghanistan or just the way that things have happened? I think they have an issue that people are likely to get hurt. 
Some, as we've seen, have gotten killed, and that it is messy. There's a lot more to that exchange that I thought we had. Maybe we can dig that up. Uh, Peter Ducey just trying to establish, look, you keep blaming Trump. Do you bear responsibility for the way the policy was implemented? And at one point in uh, what uh, a number of people are calling the photo, the image that sums up the Biden presidency, he just hangs his head. Joe Biden just hung his head in shame, exhaustion, annoyance, something, and then engaged Peter Ducey. Trump made the agreement, right? Right? But we'll get to that later. But that hang-in-his-head moment was something. Hey, I didn't see that. I was listening to the speech, so I didn't see the visual. Interesting. Oh, it was it was something. It was an exhausted old man giving up. Huh. Um, in the latest Washington Post column from national security writer David Ignatius, who, as the dispatch points out, is well-sourced within the Biden administration because he's so friendly to Democrats. He knows people in there, so he knows what's going on. He writes that uh, the White House is badly shaken right now following Thursday's attacks. The catastrophe in Kabul has spawned some finger-pointing and second-guessing and what has been a congenial Biden administration. Uh, I'll bet they're badly shaken. Even though practically everybody was predicting this was was going to happen. Certainly everybody is predicting it could happen. And it was just a matter of time. So it's it's easy to find people who already didn't like you know much of Joe Biden who are going to criticize him. But when you find uh, more friendly people criticizing you, that's when you have to worry. Here's Ian Bremmer on Fox yesterday talking about Biden's speech. You know, this war did not have to be on him. Uh, 20 years and $2 trillion spent. Uh, there are a lot of other places that you can uh, allocate blame and responsibility for this war. But the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, President Biden has gotten more than his share of it uh, because of the mistakes that have been made in the execution of the withdrawal. Um, and uh, and unfortunately, the headlines of today are bearing that out. Yeah, that's right. Speaking to the conversation he just had with uh, Peter Ducey of Fox, it's yours now, dude. It's yours, and the decisions were made, either decisions you continued that Trump started or have made since Trump left. It's yours. So just stop with any of that. Just stop. And it's a bad look anyway. When, when a really bad thing happens, the starting to come up with reasons that it's someone else's fault, it's just a bad look. Indeed. Yep. Uh, I thought Mark Thiessen made an excellent and powerful point, clip 62. One thing that's being overlooked about Bagram is that Bagram contained the largest prison in Afghanistan. It can, it can, they, they, the decision to hand Bagram over to the Taliban allowed them to release between five and 7,000 prisoners, and it included a maximum security cell where all the most hardened al-Qaeda and ISIS and Taliban leaders uh, were. So uh, and they were released before the U.S. withdrawal, uh, and uh, and 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 were free to go after them. Let let us hope that none of those terrorists were involved in this attack today, because that would be a searing indictment of the decision uh, to withdraw from Bagram. It's a decent wow. point. Even if you didn't want the air base, did you want all those people let out of prison before we even get out of there? Probably not. Armstrong and Getty. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? 
That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A lot of people taking a look at ISIS-K today, trying to figure out who they are and what they are, because I think most people had never heard of them until yesterday. They are the ones taking responsibility for killing 13 U.S. servicemen, 12 Marines and a, and a Navy medic, is that right? Um, yeah, and dozens and dozens and dozens of Afghan civilians who are guilty of nothing but... Being where they want to do, uh, where ISIS K wanted to set off a bomb. Have you heard this question? I've heard a number of people say you're doing it wrong. If twelve Marines could be killed by one suicide bomber, they shouldn't be that close together. I have no expertise in this. Um, it is see, does seem extraordinary to me that somebody can wear a bomb that kills that many people. They you must be incredibly powerful stuff that doesn't take up very much volume. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't hear our interview with Mike Lyons last hour, we're going to rerun it at some point today just because it's so good and so powerful. He he called BS on the idea that um, it was inevitable that we had to be that vulnerable because of the, the nature of processing people into the airport. He thought that was crap. Yeah. So... That's one point. So uh, we saw Jennifer Griffin on Fox yesterday. She's their Pentagon uh, correspondent, and she was really loaded and ready to go. So this is a kind of a long take, but she makes v- several very good points here. The sickening feeling that I feel and that has experienced by everyone walking these halls today, they knew this was going to happen. And they knew, the U.S. military knew that when they were given a, sh- a strict timeline to pull out, 
that they would be going back in, and they would be going back in possibly under fire. For 20 years, they have tried to stop every suicide bomber and every terror group in that country. They couldn't do it. So the notion now that they're going to hunt down ISIS and that they're going to stop, uh, find those who carried out this attack, it's, it's, it boggles the mind. The people they would have relied on to do that kind of work, hunt down the terrorists, they are now cowering, hiding in basements, in safe houses, because they can't get to the airport to safety. All of our partners, they've either left the country or they're in hiding, and we have left them to with and the Taliban has lists of their names going house to house looking for them. So I don't understand how you're going to have over the horizon capabilities and intelligence and be able to find the ISIS networks that you couldn't find for the last 20 years in the next coming days by Tuesday, which is your self-imposed deadline for leaving. The military has been given impossible deadlines from the get-go. It goes back to the previous administration and it was doubled down by the Biden administration when they, uh, when Joe Biden announced in April that they had to be out by arbitrarily September 11th. And then uh, what that set in motion and what the what the Taliban, the fact that they now have to negotiate with the Taliban. Let's remember who's in charge of security for Kabul. It's not just the Taliban. It's the Haqqani network, the head of security for the Taliban in Kabul has a five million dollar FBI reward on his head yeah. uh, because he's part of a leading terror group. The impossible number of catch-22s and the situation they find themselves in, it boggles the mind. Right. Uh, a couple of points. If you're not a news junkie, you may have heard one particular thing in there and said, wait, what? We gave the Taliban a list of the Americans and the people who had been working with us so they could go ahead and let them through the checkpoints. And now the Taliban has a kill list, names and probably, you know, they can figure out the addresses easily enough of everybody they want to execute. The administration has stated over and over again, no, we don't trust the Taliban. Uh, Clearly you do. Clearly you do trust the Taliban. You gave them a list of names of people who worked with us against you. And you trusted them to use it to help them get to the airport. And they're not. So clearly you did trust the Taliban. Also, Jennifer Griffin invoking the name of the Haqqani Network, which if you've been following Afghanistan for the last 20 years, is responsible probably for more U.S. deaths than any other actor in Afghanistan. And the guy who is in charge of that, again, who has a $5 million bounty on his head from our FBI, that guy is in charge of security at the airport. How do you end up in a situation like that? You know, uh, Michael, feel free to drop in the Stephanopoulos uh, Biden clip anytime. Um, uh, but before we get to that, uh, Jennifer Griffin had a little more to say. Clip 68, please. It is going to be very difficult to go after these groups now that the U.S. military is not. The U.S. military can't even leave the airport right now, no less go into uh, crowded areas where, where these ISIS cells are, are likely operating and hiding. And ISIS is now in the capital. Yeah. So this is a very dangerous mission. My heart breaks for those Marines who ha- yeah. and paratroopers who are standing watch tonight mm-hmm. at the Kabul airport. She is one of the great journalists in America. She never gets any credit for it, I think, because she's on Fox News. Fox, and of course, Fix News! The rest of the media would have to recognize her, her excellence for her to get the reputation she deserves. 
Um, I'm reading about her career right now, and it's just tremendous. She's a national asset anyway, Jennifer. Well done and well said. The, uh so everybody seems to agree that that's that 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 has any idea what they're talking about. No, we're not going to chase these people down and get them. How would that even happen? It's it's not just unlikely that we can catch the people behind this. Everybody with knowledge of how these things work says it's impossible to chase down the people who did this and catch them. Right. It just ain't going to happen. So that's a little troubling. Yeah, some more reactions to the events of yesterday from uh, talking heads and generals and the usual suspects and some unusual suspect in uh, suspects in a moment or two. First, though, a word from our friends at Simply Safe. They're going to keep you safe in your home or your workshop or your business from fire, burglary, medical emergency. And they're even there to help you when you set up the system because it's not a messy, expensive install. You actually set it up yourself. It's super easy. You do not need to be technically adept at all. And again, they're there to help you do it. Simple to use, simple to order, simple to set up, but good, really good. Lots of different um, publications that rate these sorts of security systems have put Simply Safe at the very top. At the very top. That's how good they are. Simply Safe has highly trained experts ready whenever you need them, whether it's a fire, burglary, medical emergency, or just help setting up the system. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Order yours today. As our listener, you can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system. Get your first month free when you sign up for interactive monitoring service. Just visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. That is a um, stressful job patting down people to see if they have a bomb i'd say so yeah and and in that situation i mean security for the taliban provided by the haqqani network with isis and al-qaeda for that matter openly circulating they're known to be there so where do you come down on the did the Taliban let somebody with a suicide bomb through on purpose? Or are they just incapable of stopping it? Because they sure have stopped an awful lot of people that didn't have the right paperwork. Yeah, or did have the right paperwork right. and stripped them of it and beat them down in the street. I, I, I would answer the question this way. I don't know. Um, but one thing to keep in mind is that uh, the, the three terrorist entities, well, four, actually, that we just mentioned, if you include the Haqqani Network, is kind of a separate thing. They have people come and go from and to each other. They might get a better offer, or they might think the Taliban is too easy on adulterers. I'm joining ISIS-K, or uh, uh, Al-Qaeda guys might join the Haqqani Network. So if it's the Taliban leadership we're talking about, I don't think they knowingly let the attack take place. But it could easily have been a handful of guys at checkpoints who thought, you know what, if the great Satan gets smashed in the face, I'm kind of okay with that, and and let the bomber through. Supposedly, the Taliban has their best people there around the airport. Like, it's their version of the special forces, the people that they have the most faith in to be loyal to them and the most self-control. Interesting. But they let one get through somehow, either on purpose or by accident. Uh, but it, it's hard to imagine how this serves the Taliban's interests. It's why the Taliban has been letting us go at all. If the, Talib, if the Taliban didn't want us out of there, they had an opportunity to kill lots of people for the last week and a half. 
They didn't need to let any of, the, any of those planes go. None of those planes had to fly out of there. They could have destroyed the right. airport. So it's hard to imagine how this worked to the, the Taliban's advantage. As far as al-Qaeda and ISIS-K, we know what these people are like going clear back to 9-11. You can't threaten them. They don't care if they die, obviously. They, right. they think it's a good thing. They and, and they don't have grand strategies like the Taliban might have. The Taliban is more like the mafia. They're more like Tony Soprano. They want to run that country. They want to make lots of money off of opium. They want to, uh, they want to be in charge. Al-Qaeda just wants to murder people. ISIS just wants to kill people. So they don't need to have a strategy. No, it's no. difficult to fight people that don't have a strategy. And indulge me, Michael, at that moment of national crisis and concern, grief, etc., and amidst all the confusion, our commander-in-chief stepped to the podium, and once again, this is the opening of his address to the nation, clip 30. This evening in Kabul, as you all know, terrorists attacked that we've been talking about and worried about, that the intelligence community has assessed, uh, has undertaken <clears throat> an attack by a group known as ISIS-K, <clears throat> took the lives of American service members, standing guard at the airport, and wounded several others seriously. That was a rough start. I would call openly for his resignation without a hint of, of guilt or hesitation, except that the vice president is useless. She has no principles. She has no judgment. She has no leadership ability, no charisma, which is Come necessary in leadership. I, I just, she's awful. Yeah. This is a terrible spot we're in. We have no credible leadership at the top. Remember, the, the word was that Biden didn't run for president the first time around. Because he was still so heartbroken over his son dying. And he just he, he said he just emotionally wasn't there. He's an old man who's had some tragedies in his life. And I think that was playing on him yesterday. Which is a normal thing for a normal human being. But you can't have it in somebody in a leadership position. You got to have somebody that's still, you know, uh, full of enough life that they can just put that out of their head and march forward and do their job. I think that was a, that was a guy thinking about his son a lot. You know, he brought it up in the speech. We played that clip earlier. I think that was a guy thinking about his son a lot, as you as you would when you're an old man. Well, and I think that's a guy whose brain just no longer serves him. I, I think he's so far past the ability to execute the the duties of president of the United States. He just has to go. Well, no, addled Joe Biden is better than uh, in her prime. Kamala Harris, in my opinion. At least she can comprehend what's happening. You know, you say what you want about Trump, and I had plenty of issues with Trump, but he was resolute. He was not to be effed with. Okay, we got we to anyway. take a break. So here's a chance to put this in here, because we've been talking a lot about a serious stuff, and for obvious reasons. I smell terrible today. Oh, my. And I'll tell you why. It's my shoes. I got some used shoes, as I often do, off of eBay. And they came yesterday. And uh, I didn't realize they smelled this bad till I got to An work. aggressive scent. Oh, boy. And I can smell them. They don't smell like 
the smell no, normally associated with shoes and feet. So that's good. They just smell like they've been in a box with like old stuff. They smell like stuff that's been in the garage for a couple of years. That's what they smell like. But it is quite powerful. Did you somehow get your end of the contract canceled and agreed to work for $9 an hour or what? <laughs> buy new shoes, you cheap bastard. I mean, I, even I buy new shoes. <laughs> yeah. That's particularly. Right, we got to take a break, but, Stinky. Uh, yeah. So I'm just saying, put on the list with socks and underwear of things you don't buy used. Put on the list shoes, I guess. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Um, some point I want to hear about the milk crate challenge. It's the hot new thing on TikTok, and I don't really know what it is. So uh, maybe we'll, we've got a joke from Jimmy Fallon, and we can discuss that. It's idiots getting their arms broken. <laughs> Which is a lot of TikTok challenges are either uh, getting something broken or choking on something. 
Uh, looking at the text line, which is 415-295-KFTC, airport bombers in Afghanistan worry about being caught about as much as Walgreens shoppers and uh, burglars in San Francisco do. Um, this one, I want to read this. I find it appalling that Biden had the nerve to bring up his son's death and talk about his service in the military, seemingly comparing him to these Marines. Are you confusing the son he mentioned yesterday with Hunter Biden? And I just wonder. Uh, no, no. We got this email. I'm so enraged. Biden's son came home. He did not die in the service of his country, protecting anyone, giving everything to complete a mission. He did not die as a result of failed leadership and imbecilic decisions that could have been avoided because he lost his son to cancer. That does not put him on the level of the mothers, fathers, wives, and children who got a phone call yesterday saying their loved one is not coming home. I don't know. He I needs did, to stop playing the dead son card. That's I didn't from, have uh, I, uh, Just speaking for myself, I didn't have a problem with that. He's saying, I, look, I've had a son who served in harm's way. He died. I know what it's like to lose a son. Um, I thought it was a stretch, honestly. Okay. That's fine. Well, the guy was a lawyer in Kosovo, and then he got brain cancer. I mean, it's a stretch. Just to give you the idea of the power of explosives, an M67 grenade has a kill radius of 5 meters. That's 15 feet, and it's about the size of a baseball. So there you go. You have a whole bunch of those strapped here. I guess that's how you can kill that many people with a suicide vest. Um, I want to read this. We got a COVID text. My husband and I are both fully vaccinated. We sent our six-year-old back to school in person, and in the first week, she contracted COVID. My husband contracted a rather nasty case of COVID. Her teacher and six other students have contracted COVID. Uh, The local high school is closed for 10 days because of COVID. The Delta is definitely affecting children. Yeah, it's spreading around a lot more than it has before. I'm more concerned about my son being able to stay in. I'm not concerned about his health, which is interesting, uh, because I don't think he's going to get, if he gets COVID, it's going to be a big deal. But uh, I think it's less likely he gets to stay in class all year this year like he did last year than it was last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm sorry that her, her husband is feeling poorly and i hope he recovers quickly the odds are overwhelming that he will and the the severity of pediatric cases is not clear to me uh, because there's so much sensationalistic reporting going on i remember there's one state that that had a ton of pediatric cases hospitalized which is obviously of of high concern it's like the flu effect affects uh, little kids pretty seriously or can Um, but it's not clear to me how much more dangerous the delta is to kids I mean, because that's the that's the main question, right? How dangerous it is? Yeah, it certainly yeah. clearly spreads. I mean, without a doubt, spreads easier than the other one did. Thank God this isn't the first COVID that hit us. If the, if the original COVID had spread the way Delta does, whoa, can't imagine what that would have been like. Oh, yeah, pre-vaccine would have been devastating. Well, and, and it is devastating in a lot of countries, including, strangely enough and, and perplexingly enough, Israel, which is one of the most... Uh, uh, immunized countries on Earth. One of the most uh, carefully organized countries on Earth. It's just crazy. It's doing what it wants to do. So we'll take a look at some more of the reactions, sights and sounds from yesterday on uh, the worst day in Afghanistan for U.S. servicemen in uh, many, many years. And play more clips of the president's address because I think with all due respect to those lost, um, they have been lost. God rest their souls. They were engaged in one of the greatest humanitarian efforts ever seen on Earth. Um, I think of the highest concern going forward is the fact that the, the president is incapable of executing the duties of the office. 
It's interesting. People are talking about impeachment because of decisions. Uh, people aren't talking about impeachment because he's not with it, dudes. Uh, I guess that's is that a 25th Amendment? Maybe you can't impeach somebody yeah. for that. Is that a crime and misdemeanor to be too old? Probably not. You can impeach somebody for anything, really. True. Armstrong and Getty. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information what's up y'all janice torres here and i'm austin hankwitz we're the hosts of mind the business small business success stories a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's ruby studios and intuit quickbooks join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success from finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.